Welcome to another episode of Fertile Soil. Today's subject is going to be on San Juan Keen Valley. What a beautiful place. What a great place to take your family to. What, it, what an amazing place, how it helps in the world. And it puts its two cents into helping the world, well, way more than most places do across the country. When it was created thousands and thousands of years, years ago, where glaciers pushed through there and left sediment and left minerals, it created such a wonderful place. The, it's one of the most fertile places in the world. It can grow just about anything. It's created jobs in the tech side. It's created jobs in the agriculture side. But we'll get into that just a little bit long, further down into this. Because today we're going to talk about two different subjects about it. We're going to divide it in half. There's so much to talk about San Juan Keen Valley. <clears throat> we're going to talk about what it produces, what kind of jobs have been created for that, through that, even the cities that have popped up there, that the jobs, that jobs that have come there, and then the agriculture part, of course, that's always been there, and then how they cross between each other. And then the second subject we're gonna talk about there is what the people are like, how it's like living there. So we'll have those two different subjects. To me, when I see San Joaquin Valley, personally, I think, uh, this has got to be what the Garden of Eden was like. It's the modern-day Garden of Eden to me. It has to be when Adam and Eve were walking through the garden, they had to have seen all this stuff, plus more, of course. But to me, this has to be one of the closest things today that are left. It could be like that. I mean, imagine all the different fruits and vegetables and things at your disposal that just grow naturally like it did in the Garden of Eden. And that's the way it is in the San Joaquin Valley. It's just so many different types of things that cannot be grown anywhere else in the world. But to me, there's only, there's, John Muir put it in the best term, or best words, and I, the only way I can do it is just read straight out what he said about it. And this is what he said. He goes, the grandest and, the mo and most telling of California landscapes is outspread before you. At your feet lies the great central valley, glowing in the sunshine, extending north and south, farther than the eye can reach. One smooth, flowery, lake-like bed of fertile soil. He puts it perfect, what it's like there. That's exactly what it's like there. To me, again, it's the modern-day Garden of Eden. So, again, like I talked about, we're going to talk on two different subjects. The first subject... That we're going to go ahead and jump right into it's going to be on <clears throat> the what's grown there and produced there and of course the jobs that are created from those type of things that are grown or grown there especially because it even created the cities popped up there and so on and then the jobs that were created in the cities come from this but let's jump right into it and get into that so of course this all began from farming and row crops and agriculture. That's where this, that's the heartbeat of the San Juan King Valley that feeds in, has created other things, which has become a great place to live. It's got such a variety to live. You can stay in the agriculture industry or you can move to the cities. If your family's been in the agriculture business their whole lives and you're just tired of it as a child growing up, you can go to college and still live close to your parents and go to these cities. But first we're gonna talk about the agriculture part of this. 
they grow so many different things. <clears throat> Some of the things grown, but of course not limited to, I can't name every single thing, but they grow a lot of cotton and potatoes and fruit. They have Asian vegetables and nuts of many different kinds of nut trees and about every fruit there is. Berries, rice, beans, cattle, corn, grapes. Of course, the grapes are such a big deal there because we know what California is famous for. One of the many things is their wine that is shipped all over the world. And their, and their grapes are grown right there. Which, if you just looked at the grapes, most places would be tickled to death to be able to produce their own grapes. But that's San Joaquin Valley does not even stop there. Each individual crop they produce touches the whole world. You know, it's most people call it the breadbasket of the world because it feeds millions of people around the world <clears throat> just by all the stuff it creates or has grown there. Um, when you think about how perfect the climate has to be there to be able to do that, because I live here in Missouri and you're not even close to being able to grow anything like that. The weather here in Missouri is in the summertime, it can boil. It can get 110 degrees. You can have a drought all of a sudden, or you could be like it is this year. You can have floods in the spring that have created that people can't even get their corn crops or their beans or their wheat in this, or their beans and their corn in the spring, and which is creating a shortage here in Missouri this year alone. Um, then in the wintertime, it can be freezing. It can get to 10, 15 below and snow two foot here and then it may not snow all winter you can't count on what's going to happen we have floods we have heat we have drought we have um, extreme cold and it comes at different times the saying here in Missouri if you don't like the weather stick around because it's going to change well so that very much limits you to what you can grow here in Missouri it's where it's completely opposite in California or the San Joaquin Valley, the weather is more consistent. Of course, in the midsummer, they still get in the upper 90s, but they have they do a lot of irrigation there. The soil, again, is way more fertile there than it is here in Missouri, of course. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the way it's able to produce all those things is create so many different jobs there. Just think about the jobs that they create, you know, the farmers and even the, um, the machinery that has to be used to grow that much stuff. Well, that creates jobs all over the country just because of the things they grow and are able to do that. They produce people that are uh, creating the clothing, the machinery, the housing, everything that it takes to grow to build houses they think about all the people who are living there it's kind of a weird thing to stop over on that but it's if you really think about it the millions of people that live there because of the fertile soil they have to have houses so that creates forestry jobs somewhere else in the world or in the united states which creates jobs there this place touches every aspect of our country it's just a special, special place. And then when you move to the city life, it has everything the big cities got. Everybody says, I've got to go. Here in Missouri, the kids always say, I'm getting away from here. I'm not staying in this 
mid-America country life. I want to go, so they want to move away to cities like Dallas, Texas. They want to go to New York City, Philadelphia, um, Chicago. So they want to get these other great jobs. Well, the kids that are in San Joaquin Valley, they don't have to do that. They have the cities right there because all of those jobs are created or self-fed just from what from the agriculture there those jobs are close when if they decide they don't want to be in the agriculture business there's the tech jobs and every tech every job that is in new york city is in the cities near san joaquin valley or in san joaquin valley so and then again even though it's thousands of miles away san joaquin valley stuff the cattle and everything that's produced there creates the job in new york city but you don't have that in missouri so much we have the cattle industry here that's pretty big that creates some jobs but it's there's more factory work here but <clears throat> that's why i think san joaquin valley when i think about it and see it to me it's an amazing place for a family to have a family there to offer their kids different types of lives that they want to do they don't have to again stay in the agriculture but they can stay and carry on, which there are several generation after generation after generation of families that stay in agriculture, that farm. It reminds me of where I grew up in Missouri. I, I grew up on a family farm that was a hundred year farm that was passed down generation to generation. We grew row crops there and uh, that was our main thing. We grew watermelon, we grew beans and we grew Milo. That was kind of our end when I, when my father and then my grandfather were young, they grew cotton. That was the large crop that was grew there in Missouri. So to me, I really understand what it's like to live on a big farm and pass this down from family member to family member. I love that my dad passed it down to me and then his father passed it to him and his father, father passed it to him. It's been, it was in my family for five generations, the farm, which it's gone now. It was a small farm back in then. It was a 40 acre farm with other land around it. But back in its day, there was a lot of 40 acre farms. You could make a living on it, living on smaller farms. But that's what the life that is created in the valley there in California reminds me of, what it offers and can help a family be close to work together as a team. You know, the old saying, a family that works together stays together. I truly believe that. I believe that today's life separates us more. Where we're spread out, we're not working as a team so much as it used to be. Well, these families in San Joaquin Valley, when you're farming, you're a team. Everybody's got their job. The son, the young boy may get up and water the chickens. Then just so on and on and on but you're a team like it used to be on my family's farm now everybody one person goes to the factory one person goes that works um in the office another person drives a truck you're not as much the farm life created a team and again san joaquin valley still has that which is a great thing I, so again san joaquin valley goes all the way just from the fertile soil, it creates jobs, it creates things that grow, and then it creates great families. So now we're gonna jump over and we're going to talk about the second subject. We're gonna get a little further on what it's like to live there from these jobs and things. 
I've already touched on it a little bit, but I want to dive straight into that, just the way of life there a little bit more. Yes, the way of life there is wonderful. I'd already started talking about that because coming off of the things that are grown there and that what those things create the way of life. To me, I don't know how many of you grew up watching Andy Griffith's show. To me, that was small town America. And I think that's still what in the farming community there it's like. And as you can tell, I'm big on farming and how great it is for the family and how it creates character in the children and then keeps families really close and spending time together without the TV on or without the phone in your hand. So I believe this place creates that. I believe you still have small town America there in it. And that's hard to recreate. You have the people, when you drive through there, you'll see the old men in the mornings getting their cup of coffee, sitting there outside the stores, drinking a cup of coffee, and still reading a newspaper, which that's quite a deal in itself. You don't see that very often. There's just something about seeing a bunch of old men reading that paper. It's just so nostalgic and so touching and so close. They sit and talk about the news. They talk about how their day went the day before, how hard it was, the things that happened on the farm, the things they did. And then they start talking about what they've got to do that day coming up. They talk about how their family's doing and how the kids are doing. Is so-and-so in college now? Are they staying at the farm? What are they doing? To me, it's again, even with friendships, it's creating great friendships. My father once told me, You're a blessed man if you have one true, true friend. And I believe this way of life even creates great friendships, deep, lifelong friendships. You're so close. You're there for them. When their farm has a problem, the families come running. They help them out in a drastic situation. When you need help, they're there. That's what a farming community creates. And then... You still have the city life. If you want to go into the city on the weekends, take your wife to a movie or go out to dinner, take the, go family out to dinner, and there's uh, where the kids can go and have a good time. And then when they grow up, if they choose, the city life is there, but they're not far from the farm life where they can come home and help dad on the farm if they want to or the dad can go to the city and stay with them and enjoy the city life to me it's just got a touch of everything there which that's a hard thing to create because even though I come from a farming family and from a hundred year farm in my life and still live on a small farm here in Missouri I still enjoy going to town I've always been a person I like and appreciate a good night out with a great meal with a lot of uh, nice uh, different types of food to eat and then going to a movie or just going to have a cup of coffee at Starbucks. There's something I like about that. Even though I'm a country boy and live on the farm, today I went and had a cup of Starbucks before I went and worked on some land that I needed to work on today. So you have both lives there in San Joaquin. It's, It's a special place that's hard to recreate anywhere. There's just not much of that left. It's almost like you either got one or the other. And to me, it's not a, you know, the society, it almost, that's what, to me, that's what creates a lot of issues. You've got almost people take sides. You'll see city people like, oh, I don't know anything about that. I don't want to get my hands dirty. 
or you'll see country people talk bad about city people. They'll say, wow, those guys do is they dress up and want to go to the movies. To me, both lives are fantastic. I love both. I Sometimes I want to call myself the city country boy. I think that's something to be said about that, to appreciate the individual, not nitpick the individual or say that their way of life is right and their way of life is wrong, vice versa, they say it about you. Again, all away from having the things that San Joaquin Valley has, they create a great environment, a great place to live and fun and hard work. And you can get dirt on your hands or you can make a living by how intelligent you are. It takes both to make this world go round and round and round. And I believe that it helps us learn again to appreciate the individual, to look in their eyes and see what they offer, not what you offer and what they can't. Because we all have something to offer in the world. And it's funny that just from thousands and thousands of years ago, glaciers sliding through this part of the country and leaving bits of minerals and deposits and creating the valley and making it so fertile, how thousands of years later it is still affecting the human life that walk on this earth how it has produced a great place to grow your grow up with your family and your children if, if anybody has the opportunity to go through or want to go on a vacation i highly recommend you go see this it's such a great place and you'll really appreciate to me the modern-day Garden of Eden.